Hey, y'all, just a quick heads up. The episode you're about to listen to is eight to 10 years old. Now, these episodes were intended to be evergreen, and I still believe there's a lot of good information in these early episodes, but I do want to let you know that some of my ideas have evolved over time. Times have changed since we made these episodes, and ultimately, I'd like to think I've grown a lot as an artist and a human and that these don't necessarily represent my best work or the best of the podcast. If you're new around here, I suggest starting with the most recent episode or at least go back to around 300 and move forward from there. Enjoy the episode. Hello, this is Andy J. Miller, and you are listening to the Creative Pep Talk Podcast. Hey, well, okay, here we go. It's episode three. Now, um, I'm really loving this format. I feel like um, my ridiculousness and my um, just my all over the place kind of way of doing things, it just it feels right on this format. And I like to... Uh, do something fast, something quick, something direct, um, and something where I can just really be passionate. Because I think um, sometimes in my writing, I can't quite convey how passionate I am about helping people find their thing in creative uh, professional pursuits. Um, so, all right. So we we talked about um, strengths last episode. The episode before that, we talked about hustling. Um, this episode is about pain. Pain. Nobody hates pain more than me. I'm such an emotional guy. Uh, I'm just ridiculous. You know, I... I'm so I'm so emotional that I, I'm highly compassionate. Um, when someone close to me is sick, I feel sick. I'm so emotional about it. Um, and, and there's nothing I hate more than pain or seeing someone in pain. Um, I just I just absolutely hate it. I'm just kind of weak in that way. Um, but and I, well and, I, and and for a long time I feel like. Um, in my creative endeavors, I was running away from pain, and I think uh, there's a, there's an element of that that's really fantastic. You know, there's a really there's a good thing about like you should love and enjoy what it is you do, um, but I think always running away from pain or always running away from negative things in general actually. Um, can be to your detriment. And that's kind of what I want to talk about um, today on the podcast. So uh, that's the theme. Now, you know, if you've listened to the other episodes, I like to kind of have an analogy to run with. This one is kind of obvious, but I feel like it's so powerful. So uh, my analogy today is childbirth. And maybe as a male, I don't have any um, grounds to uh, talk about such things. But, um, you know, I've got two kids. I've actually got one on the way. I'm, uh, you know, uh, I'm not Amish, but um, sometimes I feel like I am. Um, I feel like, um, you know, yeah, we're kind of crazy. We're going to have three kids. Um, but I feel like, uh, you know, the first time when my wife gave birth, um, I, I told her, I don't know if we could do this again. Like, I don't know if I can do it again. And I didn't even give birth. 
I, I hated watching my uh, wife in pain. It was so hard for me to do. And, and I understand how crazy that is in comparison to what she had to do. But, um, yeah, I'm just, I'm so compassionate uh, that I, it's pain to watch my wife in pain. Um, and actually, though, what happened is over the years, you just realize that pain pales in comparison. Even my wife would say so, and she's the one who actually felt the pain. The, the pain pales in comparison um, to, the, to the joy and the beauty and the awesomeness that is having a, a, a daughter. And a few years later, we did it all over again. And uh, you know what? We even did the crazy um, natural childbirth. And it, it was a bit nuts. Um, both times were, were pretty much natural childbirth. Um, watching it the second time was just as painful. Um, but when the moment comes, that triumphant moment, when your baby comes, uh, the joy in that moment, uh, even though when you're in the middle of it, it looks so dark, it looks so hard, um, that nothing could be worth that pain. And as soon as you're on the other side of it, um, you know, I think it, 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 it makes sense. And actually the pain almost is part of what makes, uh, uh, makes it so much more beautiful, actually. Um, and, and I hate that about it, really. But, uh, you know, I think it's true. And actually, I think that applies to maybe um, life in general. You know, I think as an emotional guy, I, I get down pretty easily about um, all the um, pain in the world. And I think some of it, um, you know, there's just no reconciling. It's so bad. Um, but, you know, I like to believe in an optimism that says um, there's a purpose to life and that there's, um, there's a greater purpose to humanity. And I want to hold on to the idea that um, all the pain, um, no matter how terrible it is, that, um, that the greater purposes prevail and, 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 and there is a reason and there is, um, you know, that, that the joy to come um, could surpass all of the pain. And I don't know if that's true, but I like to believe it. And I'm getting a little off topic, but I feel like um, that analogy really works when it comes to creativity. Um, you know, there's a great talk on the website 99u.com um, by Jad Abumrad. And uh He's one of my favorite um, people, one of my favorite humans out there, actually. Um, he, because he, he's, the, he's the co-host of um, one of my all-time favorite podcasts, uh, Radiolab. That talk is actually about um, gut churn. That's what he calls it. And that, that's kind of what I'm talking about, the pain of gut churn. And he talks about finding his way and finding a unique voice as a radio program for Radiolab in that talk. And he talks about the science behind when your gut is churning, you're having that pain, and you're working through the problems, that means you're doing the good work. I really needed to rehaul my website. I was talking to some web people, looking around, and I got intrigued by Squarespace's new fluid engine, partially because it just sounds cool, but also because it allows you to drag and resize and layer up anything you can imagine. I dove in, rebuilt my site. It's the most me site that I've ever had. I just absolutely love it. Launched it. 
got such a great response. Some industry illustration and designy peers even reached out and was like, hey, who coded this thing, man? I'm like, y'all, I did it by myself. No coding with Squarespace's new Fluid Engine. I told him like, you should go check it out. You're going to be surprised with what you can do. And I built this thing before Squarespace reached out to sponsor the show. So I was like, boom, easy peasy. I was going to tell you about this new site anyway. Go check it out, anniejpizza.com if you want to see what I did with it. If you want to try it yourself, make a site that's totally you where you can build a portfolio, sell content and courses and all kinds of other stuff, head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain with promo code PEPTALK, all one word, all uppercase. This episode is supported by In The Making, an original podcast brought to you by Adobe Express, the all-in-one content creation app included in your Creative Cloud membership. If you are trying to boost the YouTube, TikTok, Reels content side of what you're doing, one episode of In The Making that I think will be super useful to you is their episode with John Yushai. I think John's method for including his audience in the process is really inspiring. And if you want to hear about that and more about leveling up your game in the creator economy, just search In The Making in your podcast player to listen. Many thanks to In The Making and Adobe Express for their support. comes from doing something going out on a limb doing something nobody else has done is painful it's scary but that's actually where the good work that means you're on the right path and actually I think um, I want to do a separate episode about fear but I think you can kind of take this um, in that direction too that says when you're when you when you're doing a project or you're starting something or you're going out um, on a limb or you're, you're you, you know you're trying to start your creative career you're, you might be afraid. And, and, and instead of seeing that fear as something to run from, see it as a sign that you're meant, you might be going the right way. Um, and I think that when you look at pain like that um, as an indicator of, okay, this is painful, this work, I'm learning, I'm trying something new, and it's kind of painful and it's hard to do, sometimes that's a better indicator of um, this thing's going to be successful, um, this endeavor is going to be um, useful than something that feels really great. And I think always putting yourself through pain and doing painful processes in your work that you hate that's, that's not what I'm talking about because I think you should love what you do. You should end up, um, you know, really enjoying that. But I'm reminded of um, there's this great little video online of Ira Glass, another one of my favorite uh, podcast um, hosts uh, or radio program hosts, talking about why so many creative people uh, give up on their dreams. And actually, they, he talks about... Um, that they have usually they get into uh, an endeavor because they have good taste, but then they start making stuff, and, bec- and because that taste um, still applies, they realize what they're making isn't good, and that's pain. So they give up. But the truth is, that pleasure of doing what you love, like that, comes from getting in your flow. Um, that that uh, that's another thing completely, which is. 
getting in the zone, that's where you're going to find the pleasure. But you can't get in your zone until you're really good at something. And so until that point, you've got to practice, and that practice is pain. And so, you know, doing what you love, that advice is incomplete because you've got to go through the pain first. You got to, and I think that that's a really good thing to think of. Um, another side way to look at it, that pain, is jealousy. Recently, I was listening to uh, Grace Bonney of Design Sponge talk about how um, the jealousy, everybody's always saying, you know, don't be jealous, don't look at other people's work and all of that. But she's talking about how, um, you know, there's a lot of talk in the creative community about not being jealous and all that. Um, But she makes a really good point that um, actually... Even though I don't think jealousy is a good thing, I do think competition is a good thing. And I think looking at other people and thinking, man, they're doing these awesome things and and seeing people achieve things that you want to achieve, um, that feeling initially is a painful feeling, but it converts, it can convert into motivation. Um, And I think running from all those feelings all the time and only trying to feel good and only doing what you love all the time is actually short-sighted. And you're not really going to get to um, where you need to go. Now, I've been working on um, a children's book for a few years. Um, It's taken a lot of different forms. It's not exactly the same book. But I'll tell you what, even though I I don't have a publishing deal yet, I've been talking... um, to a publisher that I have a relationship with. And, you know, they're giving me good signs. But even though I don't have the deal yet, what I'm sitting on, I'm working on the pitch right now, is I feel really good about it. And I'm really loving where it's going. But I'll tell you this. I've been working on it for a few years. And the first, um, this is, you know, the past, like, three months is the first pleasure I've got out of it. Every step along the way has been pain. It's been uh, uncertainty and and second guessing myself and whether I should even be pursuing this thing um, the whole time. But I tell you what, the version that I've got going for me right now, I am so happy that I kept going because I love it so far. And I don't know where it's going to lead, but I will say I, I'm glad I went through the pain of learning how to um, get better at writing and learning what makes a good kid's book and and, 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 and trying it and trying it again and getting feedback that was terrible and then trying to get and get a little bit better feedback. Um, so yeah, I got, you know, this episode, I just feel like what it's about is not rejecting pain. I think creative people tend to be more emotional, not always, but that can be true. And I think, um, you know, I know a lot of creative people that want to run from painful things, but I really feel like so often, um, it's the painful things that help us grow into the thing that we need to be and in, in, into finding our thing. It's so rarely that it's these pleasurable things that actually um, are the catalyst for um, finding our thing. And so I'm going to wrap it up. Uh, I hope that helps. Um, again, if you want to reach me, uh, andy-j-miller.com is my website, and you can find my email on there. Um, I'd love to hear from you. I'd love this thing to be a conversation and not just a one-way street of me talking at you. Um, so you can go comment on blogs, blog posts on my site, and you can email me. Um, and I'd love to... Uh, hear about um, how this might be impacting you or questions you have or ideas for topics. Um, Thanks for your time. I hope this helps you. Um, And uh, see you soon.